Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that, with meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Extended rest for the month of October is brought to today by the lovely folks on Patreon. We wanted to thank you guys for making October a fantastic month and uh, supporting us and all that good stuff as we provided you a bunch of spooktacular stuff for Halloween. We still got one more thing, and that's our one-shot for the month. That should be coming out just before the 31st. And we also have some brand new t-shirts coming out. Uh, The first one just dropped. If you'd like to take a look at them, go to our shop by going to dandrpodcast.com and then clicking on the little banner up top. If you guys are listening and would like to provide your feedback at any point during the month, do us a favor, send an email to dandrpodcast at gmail.com with the hashtag TharianFeedback. We love to get your feedback and we want to put all of it on the show if we can. Your questions, your comments, your accusations, whatever they might be. So thank you guys for listening. And without further ado, let's get to extended rest for the month of October. All right, everybody out there, thank you for joining us for another Extended Rest. This is Extended Rest for October. My name is Jason. I'm usually the DM. Tonight I'll be hosting. Uh, and let's go around the table and introduce everybody. Susan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right, Jason. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and Kelsey? <laughs> I'm Kelsey, and I'm doing pretty good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the slightest? The slightest? Everyone's so used to opening a show a certain way. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. Oh Zach, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jason. Thank you for asking. Uh, Ian? Uh, hey, I'm Ian. I'm also great. Good. Thank you for not asking. Fuck you for not asking. Ian. Holly. I'm just going to go around the table next time. This is just. <laughs> and Bree. Hi, I'm Brianna. So uh, what we're going to be doing is tackling episodes 13, 14, and 15 of arc two. And uh, the, I, I feel like this month, maybe more than the months leading up to it really exemplify that every group is doing something different, like completely different from one another. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of cool that, uh, no one has any crossover with anyone else really yet. Uh, there's no big overarching story yet. That's, that's, that's creeping out. But if you're tuning, you could literally tune into one group, uh, and then the next week, tune into something else and have a completely different flavor. And I'm, I'm really digging it. So, uh, let's start with arc two, episode 13, Forbidden. 
And let me move my cursor because I didn't do that last time. And it was just in the stream the entire time. <laughs> and I felt terrible. I'm sure everyone loved that. Oh, my God. It's dude. that, it's that sure. bit of realism. It's it, that little bit of like. I, I, I feel like that. that's one of those things that like no one really cared about after maybe noticing it first. And then like it kept Jason up for nights after. It did. <laughs> it bugs me. Anything... I hope it was hovering over a word, too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ah, let's see. Episode 13 was recorded September 23rd, 2017, and aired October 8th, uh, 8th 2017. Uh, after peaceful interaction with the orcs, Group A decides to spread the word and speak with the elves of the Evergreen. However, uh, they don't they don't quite get that far. <laughs> no, not, not quite. We got distracted. Instantly. And for <laughs> hours. That was... Uh, we, we talked about... I think it was on the either behind the scenes or... Yeah. Or somewhere... Um, but yeah, that was one of those things where you guys, you guys decided to poke around, rolled really well and found this cave. And, uh, that's, that's where we're going to start talking about stuff. I believe you were camping for the night. Uh, or just in general, just taking a rest. I don't remember. <laughs> Question mark. I can't remember how <laughs> it started. This was over a month ago. <laughs> yeah, this is a long time ago. <laughs> it was, but you guys, you guys were basically just, you know, Catching your bearings, getting a rest, and you stumble upon this cave. Now, here's, here's where we gotta start, start getting opinions from the audience, cause, um, we actually had some, we had a few people ask this. The cave is marked forbidden. <laughs> Do, don't what enter. What does that mean? Don't get, well, that's, that's, <laughs> it doesn't say forbidden under penalty of death or forbid, it, 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 but it clearly says, hey, maybe not. Yeah. The, the, the fun thing about that was that, like, if it hadn't been like an elf thing, Aster would have had no hesitation about just going in and seeing what's, what's up with that. Like, that was like the only reason that they're just kind of like, eh, maybe not, but so that, that was fun. <laughs> that did not feel like hesitation. <laughs> I was no. say, like, I don't remember a moment of hesitation. I do. Like, you did that with your voice at one point, but that with was as door. you were saying, let's go in. <laughs> like, you were like, well, was maybe more once they were inside that I remember. That, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like with the door, that was where it's like, okay, maybe this is too far. I don't feel like the cave itself was too much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm in the audience, and I have an opinion. Says Irish Katana, I, and I want to ask: um, Do you guys think there's going to be any penalty for that? Do you think there's going to be any any repercussions at all? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, probably. I I don't think it's gonna be a huge deal because it's not like we like did anything bad. We just saw something we weren't necessarily supposed to. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna be real honest. I struggled with what Susan wanted and what Maddie wanted <laughs> real hard. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did What did Susan want? Susan wanted to explore that cave for sure. Okay. <laughs> and then my out was, I'll just not say anything as Maddie. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maddie can read Elvin. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that would have been interesting to... to... I know. I'm so huh. sorry. <laughs> no. It's, it's uh, next time. I know. 
uh, once you guys are in here, obviously it's the, it's the abandoned White Raven cave. There doesn't appear to be anybody in the general vicinity. It, it looks like people either left in a hurry or just abandoned all these, uh, all these possessions, uh, though most things aren't really worth much. Uh, weaponry is kind of rusted and dull and, of, you know, not of great quality, um, lots of bloody rags, lots of, you know, expired food, that type of thing. Um, what were you guys thinking when you were going through? Did you expect to find something, I guess, is my question. All right. So, so when you first said, like, cave in the forest, like, that was my immediate thought. Me too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was also so so like okay so it's either going to be that or it's going to be some like like horrible like like mega super dire bear or something and that's why the forbidden side is on there <laughs> like it's going to be one or the other. <laughs> oh, the whole cave is infected with sloth fever, didn't you know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the CR yeah, was... rating for a mega super dire bear? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I think as soon as I walked in, I was like, I'm getting flashbacks from another life. Like, I... I oh, yeah, you said that. That's... Yeah, I was... I knew. That's why I didn't say anything. I feel real bad about that. <laughs> I know what I was thinking. I was just screaming at you guys to go in the cave. I know, go I know. Go in the cave! Go, you keep going. <laughs> as a listener, that's what I kept thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if we had just like walked by that. <laughs> That's I didn't plan for you guys to go to the cave to begin with, which is funny. Yeah. Cause like I I figured, okay, well today we're probably gonna be doing a lot of diplomacy with the elves and we're gonna and maybe even just march on to, to Winterhaven or somewhere else. I I that's what I had planned. I had like two notebook pages of stuff ready to go, just just in case the very first dice roll of the game created a brand new session. <laughs> like that's all yep, we were yep, doing yep. for the rest of it. And it was super fun. Cause I did, I never thought that I, 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 I jumped on the basement afterward and I thanked you guys. Cause it's like, oh, I didn't think anybody would ever see that. That's really cool. Thank you. Um, Cause that's one of those things I, I just kind of wrote and it's like, Oh, this is here. This is here. And now I'll put that aside and that's it. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a makeshift door and this is where I remember cuz this one even more so it's like okay but seriously don't come in here that type yeah. of thing it's like, don't don't do it um that I remember Asked her having some hesitation about. Yeah, because because I remember I think I asked you so so like the thing on the outside of the cave like that alone was unusual and the disc like was like super like warning and off and this it's like if if it hadn't been an elf thing they wouldn't have they they probably would have just barged in but because of that like connection and respect and stuff there and it's like that 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 definitely made him have some some second thoughts just because I mean because they and I think. Like a lot of the other party members, like especially because I think this was after um, uh, Anvin had sensed the big magic thing. That's what I was going to ask. Oh, that could be dangerous. (laughs) That sounds bad. That's what I was going to ask. What did everybody think that was? Um, Well, well, that's the thing where it's like, 
out of character, I was pretty sure it was the gate because <laughs> yeah. that just mm-hmm. really okay. like connected and made sense. In character, that sounds really scary. <laughs> Especially the way Amvin was saying it. Like, this is a really powerful, dangerous thing. <laughs> and then in my head, I was like, no, it's not. I mean, it's powerful, but... <laughs> <laughs> I um... But I've been through it like five times. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I mean, actually... who are you? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a really good question in the chat, actually. Um, uh, Bouquet, uh, does Aster do impulsive slash reckless things because it's fun or oh. because it's compulsion? Um, so, so that's, yeah, sorry, I kind of mentioned in chat, but it's, mm-hmm. so, um, it's more for the, um, adrenaline rush, where it's like, like, they kind of, like, they want to live and experience everything, kind of, like, really, like, get the most out of stuff, and, and, like, they, they just, like, if they see, like, like like Akeu has forbidden written across it. They're like really curious, want to see like why it's forbidden, and so right. they're just gonna like go right on in. Like they're just more tend to go along with those impulses rather than not <laughs> and be cautious. I'm one okay. One more question. As long as we got another member of Group yeah. A here, was this a decent distraction for Maddie? Mm, that's a good question. Yes. Yeah, well, once we got to the gate and there was research to be done. Okay. Because she could focus on something else physical and like, oh, I have to read through things and, oh, my friends are interested in this. So towards the end, yes. Yeah, yeah. I gotta gotta ask a question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Currently... What do you feel like Maddie's feelings would be towards Masoka? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask because there's this touching scene, um, yeah. where we roll to see what Masoka's ass is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah that touching? so cute. Oh, as I was editing that, I lost my fucking mind when I got to that part. <laughs> Didn't he have a really nice ass? He's it got a like, seven. It's a seven out of yeah, ten. It's, it's a seven out of ten. It's not bad. And so on a good day, an eight. Come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> James has this perfect comedic timing because we're not used to it from him. <laughs> yeah. That like you didn't, you never see it coming. Even though he's done stuff like that since day one of Masoka, but because yeah. we're used to him playing Dagon, we still don't expect it. Spent and years that's fantastic. Hearing the super <laughs> serious stoic character, it's just like, yeah. so good. And I bet and Dagon like, had a nice him. ass, too. Like, oh, I think he sure. just plays nice ass characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he still approaches scenes like that with the Jake, I mean, the James, like, uh, veneer, I guess, mm-hmm. where yeah. you think he's going to say something serious, and then he's like, Nice moon, huh? And then that happens. He is so funny. I'm just super impressed. Like, that was super funny. Anyway, continue asking Susan the question you were asking Susan before I interrupted like a fucking asshole. No, I appreciate it. (laughs) You're also good at role playing your character, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with it. Uh,. Well, Maddie, up until that point, up until that conversation they had, was I? She played it off as just, "Oh, this is a party member." 
I'm going to take care of them, heal them, and that's it. Like, and then uh, Masoka was like, oh, hey, I'm a person, and I care about what you think and stuff. So now she's, like, bordering on actual friendship. That's okay. Aw. That's really yeah. sweet, actually. Yeah. That was a really... I didn't. I didn't expect there to be like that kind of heart to heart, and I think it's because I'm used to um, I'm used to James playing Dagon, where Dagon's yeah. a bit more reserved and kind of keeps things close to his chest. And Masoka's like, "Yeah, let's basically let's have a drink and talk about these terrible things that happened to us when we were growing <laughs> up, and 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 orphanages and all that stuff." And it's it's really it's really interesting to see how two different orphanages from two different cities worshiping the same gods. Are completely different. Yeah, that was such a cool conversation. <laughs> As Susan, that blew me away too. <laughs> and it makes sense too, because I mean, there's tons of there's tons of that in the real world, and I mean, imagine having you know a bunch of different gods, and it doesn't. It, it it's it's about the environment more than it is about. Yeah, the, I, I was going to ask: Is it about the different gods, or is no. it about the the? The Bean and Brightport thing. <laughs> well, it's both. Uh, th- th- that's the other thing. It's, it's like, yeah, 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 a monitor, whatever. But we got to earn. So that, that's kind of yeah. how it is in Brightport, apparently. Or at least it, it could just be someone really crooked running it. That's. So you do end up opening the door. You go inside, and there's uh, all the names of the you know White Ravens and people that have died under Bree's watch, essentially, and. Uh, just all that. It's another one of those things that's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have that tucked away. Didn't think I'd get on the show. And that was, it was kind of cool to give that character a bit of closure, like a little bit. I mean, they had closure in that they vanished, but that last little, uh, that last little button, I guess. Yeah, that was, man. Oof. (laughs) Uh, and then Masoka stole something. That was one of those things that it hurt to not know in character. (laughs) Like, I was just like, I I can't say anything, but that's like, oh man. (laughs) As a rogue does, though. Yeah. We were, okay, so behind the scenes thing, we were we were getting ready to try and play a session about a week ago, about a week ago last yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we were getting ready and I, I, I asked James, it's like, dude, out of curiosity, it's like, is like, would Masoka use those brass knuckle things? And he's like, mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's <laughs> like, there wasn't <laughs> we a don't moment. Know where he got the no, like- exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. So that's, that's going to actually be really fun to, to to play around with it's gonna be really great because because you said it was elven made so when we get to the evergreen if someone recognizes it that could get us that could get us in trouble (laughs) it's a small pocketable item unless he goes around punching elves or like wearing them like he like yeah but yeah we'll we'll see uh and finally that gate Um, big question I want to ask you guys, because, you know, Anvin finds one of the gates and then starts investigating it with Maddie. Ubo's just bored and uh, pretty much walks away with the rest of the party. Ubo is bored. The entire time. There's, there's a touch. I, okay. 
Rob is really like, like hardcore, not trying to metagame or anything like that. But there's a point where he's grilling. He's kind of grilling Aster. It's like, okay, so let me understand this. We don't know what's in this cave. We're not supposed to be here, but you don't want to turn around and you de- when we can't touch anything and take it if we did find something, right? That is such a great – because he does it in the Ubo vernacular. So it's, all, it's like that is the most concise way to make this a waste of time. You are kind of right. Mm-hmm. Like that's true. <laughs> but at the same time, Rob as a person knew how much we wanted to be in oh, that cave. Oh, God, yeah. So in the chat – he, I like yeah. thanked him for everything he was doing because he, <laughs> he convinced us to stay. God. <sighs> and I got to ask you guys, do you think, do you think something is going to come up the gates? <gasps> I mean, that's a really good no. question. Because that, that's, that's <laughs> my problem when like everyone's all like, man, why did that group go back to the gates? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what we could do with them at certain point, because it's like, I mean, because we have all that research there from Fenway, but I mean, he spent his life, like, studying the gates with scions, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how much more we're going to be able to do unless we happen to find something somewhere else that gives a clue, because, like, it's just, like, I don't know, like, what... Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, Susan. (laughs) I feel like it'll just become like a research, like episode after episode after episode after right. episode. Hmm. Yeah. And- <laughs> well, we have gotten better with, with things like that. I feel like we've gotten better with time. Um, one of the reasons research episodes became such a thing, <coughs> excuse me, uh, especially towards the end of arc one was because there was a time limit. Mm. So counting down became the thing. So if there's no time limit, and there's no, oh, we have to, you know, make the, we could just go, okay, this many days have passed. This is what you've learned. This yeah. is, so that is a That's thing. That's how Jodzia used to research. Yeah, before, like, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just leave Ampin in the cave to, to, to tell you all the rest of us could do something else. As, 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 Aster was, was really interested in like the finding out, like, oh, cool magic stuff. Oh, there's blood here. Something happened. But once it gets to the more academic stuff, they're totally out. Like, right. <laughs> I guess it really depends on where that psionic magic went, too, because we've kind of established on the show that it's not in the scions anymore, but whether or not it's gone or been distributed somewhere else, we don't know yet. Hmm. So whether or not those gates can even work again depends on whether or not that magic even exists or magic like it. Or even or even that the gates are powered by psionic magic at all. I mean, well, I mean, I know that they were, but that that they were intended to be, you know, sort of like it's sort of like coming up a. They they, they can't have been intended to be because the gates were around before the Eladrin and the Eladrin made the scions, right? So. Uh, Zach. Maybe not. Yeah. Right. Zach. Um, yes. That you just said no, just flat out no. Oh. <laughs> Voice of dissent. Well, no, I in my head I think of it in a, in a more simpler way, as in like you know, if the scions are gone, then the key the key to opening any of the gates are gone. So, in my head keys are gone. Then what's ever locked or wants to stay closed is closed. You know, right? mm-hmm. there could be like a way to now. I could I could see the Eladrin th- like uh, in like 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 hundreds of years trying to create a, like a skeleton key for the gates, but aside from that, I just I just don't see I don't see them working, you know. 
I think it might be interesting too to maybe to like tie group A and group C together, um, or maybe not. But just like Dagon is presumably an Onakal, and there there is a gate there. Um, so maybe he's taken some time to like, you know, r- review it over. He was able to open one once before, so maybe even without psionic powers, he's like thinking about how to do it. Um, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. It's just an interesting tie between right. like like between all, all of the Elijah are there, and yeah, they're like the experts mm-hmm. on magical research stuff. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe they're thinking, yeah, like maybe the psionic power is just like the raw stuff to like start it up that no Basically. one understands, and then the Eladrin are are like uh, I don't know, they'll find some refined way of doing it. Yeah, so then we'd have to go to Otakal. And- <laughs> Who well, wants to go that's there? That's a fun journey. Yeah. Can, can we go by boat? Is there, an idiot would go to own a call. It's a totally fun <laughs> trick. Speaking of which, oh, in the uh, in the chat, uh, Galaxy Pod. I miss Duncan Joy Bonham and Draconis. I hope they're doing well. I want to catch up with characters um, around uh, around the uh, around the globe here over time. Um, uh, as far as the people who play them, Dan is doing, doing pretty well. Uh, I, I talk to him every once in a while on Facebook and we just played a game with Jake, mm-hmm. uh, for Patreon. That'll be going up a little later this week. So awesome. That was actually super fun. Jake was, uh, I thought Jake might be a little rusty. Dude, he, he jumped right <laughs> he in. Was, yeah, he was, he was on point. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that was a total blast of a session. Everyone did a great job. So wait, if someone wanted to hear that episode, what would they want to do? Well, I guess you'd have to go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's in there, along with a bunch of other spooky Halloween stuff that we've been doing. God, it was such a fun game to play, too. Like, I'm it was, sure it would be a fun game to listen to. It was, oh, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. It's very spooky. Let's talk about Arc 2, Episode 14, When to Say Goodbye, which I got uh, I, I got a lot of people telling me to go fuck myself for calling the, the I know, episode. like that name. Like, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. fitting. <laughs> is it? It is. They literally have a conversation about when to say goodbye. It's fair. I know that definitely sets you up. It's like, well, LRS dead. That's that's, that's yeah. Way. That's that's pretty much exactly what I thought when. when oh, we I know. The feed. <laughs> yeah. No, I know you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why too. It's like, oh, I expected one thing and got another. Well, it was recorded on September 30th, 2017 and aired October 15th, 2017. Group C is still stranded in the middle of the wastes with little water and slow travel. They're too far from Whitehedge to turn back, but might not make it to Onacol in time to save Alarath. Will they be able to turn their luck around? And I wanted to talk about two scenes right off the bat. Um, one... Uh, there was a scene between, uh, Merrick and, and Elrath where Merrick is, uh, is essentially breaking down his guilt. Like he's, he's trying to, he's trying to articulate. It's like, I, I feel really bad. This is all my fault. We might all die because of me, basically, if I just not screwed around with that box or if I hadn't had you pick it up and I just like bump it with the, with my morning star, all that, you know. So what did everyone think of that? I thought it was a really sweet moment where like I knew that was going to come out eventually 
because obviously Merrick would feel guilty. I think mm-hmm. anyone would. But I also never thought that Elrath would actually hold it against him. So, yeah, it kind of went exactly how I expected it to go, but it was still really, really sweet. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, glad Mary got it off his chest before, you know, it really bared on his mind and could uh, stress him out. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been unfortunate. If you... Yeah, I think we joked in the episode, like, uh, if um, <laughs> what would happen if Elrath just said, no. Fuck you. <laughs> what? That's how Elrath speaks. Wolfing out. No. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm bad at voices. Yeah, and then as she's getting torn you know apart that. by Will, she's like, this is your fault, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, that is the episode where we kind of break down werewolf rules for <clears throat> for the party, because I feel like it was just, it, it, you know, the cat's cat was out of the bag. Uh, there was a conversation between Merrick and Kaluna the episode previous, so it was just time to alert the party. I felt like you guys needed to know, because <laughs> if it were to happen, right? I, I feel like you should have some knowledge of like how to deal with that a little bit. But, you know, we should preface that with, like, we haven't had the big talk, you know, in-game yet, you know? So it's still a surprise to us, per se, so it'll be interesting. Well, let me ask a question. What would happen if that did happen and everybody but Kaluna was out of the loop? Like, how would oh. your characters react to something like that? Like, let's say you survive. Let's say everybody's okay and, you know, you dodge a bullet and he he managed to get a hold of himself and all that. How would your characters react to traveling with someone like that? You know... I, I really think it depends on like. Let's just let's. It, it's really about optics, right? Let's say he just wolfs out, but the whole time he he wolfs out, he gets lucky enough to just aim all our opponents. Now we just have this monster who seems to be in control of himself, which is a whole different story. But if he just completely loses it, it's it's really going to depend like what happens on the first encounter. I believe mm. if it's just way too much for any of us to handle, and we just have to run away. Then we're just gonna we're gonna have to have a talk. Hmm. Yeah, but I, I think. Oh, oh sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead. Go. No, I was just gonna say. I think it's one of those things. Like, if he does really well in a in the in a battle, just like out, just just he wolves out and just starts tearing out everybody and just does damage perfectly around our enemies. Then it's gonna be one of those things where, like, yeah, you're dangerous, but you're just too strong not to have around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if everyone else in the party will share your opinion. Exactly. <laughs> it's just going to depend on what happens. That's, I think for Clara, it would depend on how it comes about. Because I'm not sure if people are catching on. Clara does not trust Merrick at all already. Because, like, they just met him. Yeah. Then he tries to... <laughs> then he wants to sell drugs. Oh, then yeah. the whole party says no to selling drugs. And he tries to steal the drugs out from under the party's nose. Like, mm-hmm. tries to, like, sneak mm-hmm. the drugs. Now you put and it that way. Yeah. Like, she really doesn't trust him already. And no, if she finds that thing. out, not to be meta, but if she finds that out post, like, during a battle, mm-hmm. that he's also a werewolf, she will probably be quite upset. Like, I don't think she'd have a problem with a werewolf in the party if she could trust that person as a person. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to trust your wolf side, but I need to trust your person side. 
And even in this episode, I think it came out that like she's yeah. not a huge fan of the choices Merrick has been making. I think so that's fair. And like, if, and if anything, like, like just the fact that it's like that's a really huge like lie almost to keep hitting. right. Like that's a very dangerous lie exactly. to keep from your party. Where we would behave if like we can make a werewolf work, but you can't hide that from the party. And I like she'd probably understand if she can if he came forward now with it. Yeah, but if he doesn't come forward at all, and mm-hmm. we find out in a battle that he's a werewolf, that's probably going to cause some issues. Right. And yeah. I don't um, want that to happen, but I kind of want to see that fight. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see where this is going. <laughs> uh, I'm furious. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the chat, Saint Euler. <clears throat> um, but before we go any further here, uh, they said the best part of the desert was getting to know Zach's character a bunch. I liked all the mm-hmm. little asides. Uh, well, also the heart to heart with oh. Brian Ellerath. And I, I want to get to that in just a second, but we have found out a lot more about Avalan's thoughts and feelings through this trek. And it's, it hasn't necessarily been with any like big heart to heart moments, but it's little asides you're having with like Merrick and other characters just kind of like jumping in here and there. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And I appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I feel like, I feel like, um, Avalan, he's, he's in a, he was in a situation where like, all right, things are looking bleak. It's, it's sad. But he's like, oh, I'm used to this bleakness though. This is where I can, I can feel like not, not, it's, it's like when, when everything sucks and you're like, oh, this sucks, right guys? And you finally have something in common. And so he he just took that as an opportunity to like get to know Merrick a little bit more and like um he 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 was already um getting to a a level of where he can talk to people more easily but but like having being forced into tight quarters really helps with that and um he really I really enjoyed the scene where um um Clara tried to calm him down when he was getting restless because you know that's part of his personality too uh he's He's more about his instincts, and that's really starting to show in those right. tight situations. So, hopefully, we can get to, into more of those. Yeah, that's some, those were some of my favorite parts of the episode. Was like hearing him like break with reality a little bit and like go in a little feral. Like <laughs> it was, it was really interesting. I really liked uh, listening to the to those bits. It actually made me understand him a lot more, like how awkward he was in arc one and mm-hmm. now, because like it showed that, yeah, he wasn't a part of society for a very long time. His natural instinct is to be feral and to just survive. Yeah, and like so go into the, that, so- that lizard brain part. Yeah, so the socialization part is the hard part for him, but surviving, I could do that. That made me understand him a lot more. Mm-hmm. I... I I feel like um I feel like it's very it was very easy for some people to almost write Avalan off as a joke character uh in arc 1 and now yeah. you get to see it's like oh no no I I understand why he is the way he is also that two year jump being around people mm-hmm. has yeah. I, I I think that made that disconnect a little less you know what I mean the the beautiful part about about it to me is like especially when he first started that's why I was totally okay with like what pe- people thought about them because think about who looks cool out of the element. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> and that's what I rode with. I like that. Boy, okay, let's let's talk about this conversation between Ellerath and Clara. 
Because oh. Jesus. Uh. God damn you, Brie. God damn you, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa actually cried if you listen to the behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, oh, I, cry- I cried too, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we my need heart, to take a break soul. after that because of it. Uh. You saying, Ian? I said my heart, my soul. Oh. <laughs> I, uh... Boy, I, that's that's one of those conversations I didn't I didn't know like listening because I'm 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 a passive listener like everybody else. I'm not. I I, I kind of feel where this is going, and by the end it's like holy shit! Like we got to do a rest of the session now, and that was that's kind of hard to like. <laughs> like yeah, I almost like asked, please. would everyone like to just go <laughs> take a break, get a drink, <laughs> hug a loved one, something like <laughs> <laughs> uh, hug a puppy. <laughs> Oh my god! But Elrath and Clara have this um, have this this heart to heart where you kind of see how much they care about each other. And I don't know if either one of them, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bree, but I don't know if either one of them are great at talking about feelings. Um, I believe that Clara probably has a bit more of a softer side than Elrath does when it comes to that. Again? I think so. Um... Obviously, um, Lisa and I talked a little bit about that conversation. We didn't plan it out, but it was kind of a thing of just like, just so you know, this is common. I want to do this. Like, we're going to talk. And um, that was something that Lisa talked about was like, yeah, Elrath isn't good with emotions. And Clara kind of is because though her mother was not very emotional, her father is actually incredibly like touchy feely kind of guy. Like he's actually a really sweet dude. So she gets that from him. So I think that that was able to make the conversation much better than it could have been. Let's say if uh, Una and Elrath had a conversation like that, <laughs> it probably wouldn't have gone as well. <laughs> um, oh my it god! Was too like if you, I mean, yeah, in that, that was... situation like. You know, an illness is not a fast way to go, mm-hmm. you know, and like it's if you if you've ever had if you've ever had that in real life, like it is so tough and you just and you have to have that conversation and it's like it it struck so many chords, you know yeah. it was really interesting <clears throat> I, I I believe everyone in the party kind of knew that that was an inevitability to talk about if things didn't get better, but there's mm-hmm. the optimism of oh well, we're gonna get this fixed, and then they travel for a while and things aren't going their way, and then it's it gets to the point where Elrath's health is degrading so quickly that it's 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 kind of like okay maybe we ought to get ready and maybe yeah. have this conversation like like if I don't say this now I may not get a chance right. to say it and yeah. that is heartbreaking because that yeah. like okay if your character dies uh, just if your character dies in combat it's a quick and tragic almost most of the time it feels like there's no meaning it, it, it feels like it's like oh man the dice just were not with me tonight or someone got a lucky swing or I took on something I shouldn't meaningless. Isn't the right word, but it, it feels chaotic. This is slow. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's, 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 it's this slow kind of grind. Uh, and it's, it was, I, I think that made that conversation mean more. 
Mm-hmm. Like if it were to happen just after Elrath had gotten sick, this was like I feel like both both of those characters are just like okay, we got to talk about this. It's the elephant in the room now. We have mm-hmm. to. And I think another layer for it, both for Clara and for Elrath, and I don't want to speak for Elrath, but like both of them are fighters, like barbarian and actual fighter. Like they are used to using their bodies to protect others and slowly, but surely that completely disintegrated for Elrath. She had to ride in the the cart the entire time. There was battles that she couldn't take part uh, in. And like, I think that really fucked with her. And I think Clara really related to that part of it where if that's all you have, and I'm not saying that's all that she has, but, I'm sure she feels that way sometimes and that just slips through her fingers and it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a learned person. I don't research very often. I'm not a good talker, but I can fight and I'm good at that. And I'm going to use that to help people. And then that's the first thing that goes like, she still looks beautiful till the end, but she can't fight anymore. And I think that was really hard for both of them. Well, it was a, it was a beautiful talk and a, and a really touching mm-hmm. scene. And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then I ruin it. Uh, by... <laughs> and then you posted that shirt. <laughs> well, yes, that's. I wanted to twice now. You I have posted ruined it once. That talk. Oh well, yeah. I had to get a roll. I I apologized profusely at the time, and some of it's even cut out because you can hear Lisa like sniffling like yep it's okay it's like oh my god i feel like such an asshole i didn't want to interrupt that at all um (laughs) (laughs) but there is a palate cleanser like yeah yeah um uh there is a new elrath inspired shirt in in the t-shirt store for everybody so just uh we're gonna be we're trying to do better about putting new shirts up in the yeah (laughs) For those who are just listening, Jason, how do they reach that t-shirt store? Well, if you go to dandrpodcast.com, uh, in the big banner up top, there's a, there's a big old t-shirt link. You can click that and that'll take you right to our store. Uh, right now, the shirt is on sale for the next three days, but there's a lot of sales coming because the holidays, holidays, November, December, there's like eight sales. So. And yeah. what does the shirt look like, Jason? The newest one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anybody who's ever played the Oregon Trail uh, is is familiar with uh, your characters contracting diseases. So you could take a guess with your mind's eye at what that might look like. But it's it's a horse and a cart, and then underneath it says Alareth has contracted uh, contracted slough fever, and <laughs> it's cute and I like it. And who made it, nice. Jason? Yeah, who that would be it? that would be Bree, actually. This is this is all Bree. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was gonna ask that part, but I was like, someone has to describe what's on this shirt, or no one's gonna give a shit that there's a shirt. <laughs> so after this touching after this touching scene, I swear the table really wanted to hit you guys. Just no. three, just a few more times. You you're running out of water. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the at the top of the session, I wanted to break it down just because it's like, okay, you've gone through this much, and you're getting ready to 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 continue to travel, and you have this much, this far to go, and all that. And I I I really feel like the table was could go either way, where it was just like, okay, um, and you're dead, uh, you're you are going to dehydrate and die. But oh. th- thankfully, eventually, after getting lost, 
after uh, running out of water, you guys rationed the last tiny bit of water for Elrath, but did not tell her. Yeah, man, that was woof. <laughs> uh, and finally, you reach the city of Onakal. <clears throat> um, can I can I ask you guys what you were what you were thinking might be there when you get to the gates? Not that. Um, <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> yeah. I feel uh, like every video game has the desert town, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I expected, like the dry, dry <laughs> desert or something. Like the, the dry, dry I like Mario's where I go first. Um, but like, there's always that desert town, and it's like three shanty shacks and a motorcycle, and <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> but, like, even though I had been described on a call in the past, I I didn't expect it to be in as good condition. Like, I thought it would be a thing that the Aladrin were still fixing it up. Right. Mm-hmm. But instead, it was actually way nicer. Than... And that's, um, they gutted. <clears throat> it, the, the infrastructure's all there, was the thing. So, most of the first, jeez the first four or five months is cleanup, right? Getting all the blood and guts out of there, getting all that. And then it's, it's just fixing what was already there. Cause Onakal was actually a pretty prosperous city. If you go back and listen to yeah, God, the early, like the late, later teen episodes and early twenties, uh, we go into it's like, it was a pretty prosperous city. And sadly, everyone there just got wiped out. Um, but now with the Aladrin running it, they, they just kind of cranked that up to 11. <laughs> and it's really interesting. I I can't wait. Tomorrow. We're, we're playing a session tomorrow, Group C. We are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm... Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I really am interested in what what the party is going to do there. What Jasper does there? Let's talk be, about that. There's going to be some really interesting roles, I'm sure. Probably <laughs> a lot of them. Determine a lot about what the party might think of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the trust uh, all the money. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. It's not all the money. Clara didn't let him have all of it. <laughs> but it is most of the money, yes. Like, like that line, like, I will kill you. I'm just like, oh, that was so good. That was like... <sighs> yeah, I love that scene. I love the the, the interaction between um, Clara and Merrick at the end there. It's, it's going to be real interesting uh, when he's uh, gambling away and Clara's just standing <laughs> over him, upset. Uh, it's going to be real stressful. I suspect them to be like no, security. We got to wear forty one. I'm gonna wear forty one <laughs> again. Like, I'm really curious to know if like this is a like like a like, like deliberate like like something that has changed with America over the past couple of years, or it's just that we never really got to see too much of this side of him. Because I I remember and I think Mac brought this up in the session, like when he wanted to like get get the bombs. 
that like Kaluna was like super against. Like I think you guys are in Brightport back in Arc One. Oh yeah, Jasper has always tried to steal shit behind the party's back. Like that's <laughs> always it's just, it's just like for some reason it's like coming up like a lot right now. Like the whole like the gambling thing that seems like super. It's a really good first impression, is what it is. I know. Yeah, and Very Jasper's so Jasper's not here. No, but in Jasper's defense, and I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate because I don't know, but. It's never with malice, right? It's never with ill intent no, no, that he's no, trying to steal no. these items. He thinks it's going to help the party. And mm-hmm. maybe there was a point in arc one where he says, oh, boy, this would really help if we had those bombs, huh? So now maybe he doesn't want to see an opportunity like that slip by and he's right. just struggling to get it. <laughs> and also in Jasper's defense, um, we had met up with Jasper at Dragon Con. And what yes. you saw at Onakal yes. with Merrick was basically Jasper at Dragon Con. I, <laughs> I, I was <laughs> fucking tea. Like, to that creepy Like, I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to order, like, five different cheese appetizers. For right! The- <laughs> like, what's going to happen next? He's Rowdy Dad. He's yeah. like Rowdy Dad. Yeah. He, he had us devour more melted cheese. <laughs> Than any human should consume. You guys act like it was against your will. You could have just been like, no, thank you. There was food. Okay, hold on. on. (laughs) We waited to be seated for two hours. Then there was food that we were never going to get a chance to try again, probably. Unless we go back this next year and do it. It was magic TV food, so it was better. It was. Because it was on TV once. It was the magic of television. If Guy Fieri approves of it, who am I to say? (laughs) We live in the best timeline. It made me a bit glad that I ended up like showing up a bit late to that because by the end of that meal, everyone else was like, "My stomach really hurts." (laughs) Guys, there were oh my god, there were tater tots. And a cheese dipping sauce next to like overloaded nachos next to oh god uh, next to like jalapeno poppers those were the appetizers. Each one of those would have been enough to feed like twice as much people as we had. Yeah. <laughs> they were huge. Which makes me think what is what are the buffets like at Onacall? Oh god, <laughs> are we gonna get like cheese this? curds or something? Yeah, expensive. To dip in cheese. Yeah, something like that. Cheese curds that came with a cheese sauce, like, with cheese to dip into it, like. <laughs> Deep fried in cheese. Yep, yep, that sounds right. Oh, my it's, God. It's nice to see you guys get there, because, like, man, the last, well, these last two episodes have been so hard to listen yes, to. And I'm, like, yep. screaming, like. Leave them alone, Jason! Leave them alone! <laughs> no. Yes. And it's I'm... so like so hard. And I think probably a little bit by design, you know, like you get to the beautiful world that is on a call now, but it's so nice to see you guys get there. I'm so relieved. <laughs> I am really impressed that the horse lived. <laughs> I did not think yes. that was gonna happen. I thought you guys were gonna have to like like get like like blood or something from it for, for just some sort of like well water source. I don't know, but it was it was probably looking delicious at some time at some point. Yeah. But Kuna was taking good care of it, so mm-hmm. that we should was probably the... name it now that it lived. We got a long trek back. Let's. I, I, I asked Mac, I'm like, man, you should you should name the horse, and he's like, named animals do not have a good history on DNR. I'm like, oh no, you're right. <laughs> don't, don't name some of that is Mac's fault. A lot of that is Mac's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy survived. It's true. We think. 
<laughs> Fluffy lived a happy bear life. <laughs> Snickers didn't do so great. Snickers was a loyal Drake. Yeah. Yes. You guys got a gate though, so don't take the long trek back. Find out about that gate. So we'll be the ones doing the research episode. Is what you're saying? Well, I we'll feel have a lot like of time. Okay. Do they have be camels or something. Maybe. No, just ask around. Just be like, what's the most interesting thing you got here? Like, do magical. Have... <laughs> Jason, do they have dire camels by any chance? Dire camels. <laughs> oh, my God. That I do. That's a, that, that is the thing. Everyone's thinking kind of bleakest timeline. And I, I, I believe the phrase, and it cracked me right the hell up every time I heard it, was Zach saying, Oh, you might as well just slap the shackles on Merrick right now. Cause oh, this- yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, we're already going in debt. That's for sure. I mean, maybe he hits it big. Maybe you guys, maybe you guys just break the bank at Ona Call and you ride out of that desert city. It's always in the house's favor. Always in the house. See, that's the thing, though. If if normal real life casinos can find a way to scam you out of your money, just imagine if they had magic. (laughs) That's that's what I'm I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's just. Is there uh, debtor's I, prison in Onacall? Oh, oh they're a thing. There's got to be. Not, <laughs> not to shit on Merrick too much, because I feel like we, we're doing that, and that's not fair. But, like, in the very same episode that he was like, I'm so sorry that my actions led to you having this <laughs> terrible disease. Oh he also God. said, hey, everyone, give me all of your money so I can money. gamble it away <laughs> before we found a cure for our friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, both yeah. those things happened within an hour of each other. He's a rocky dad. <laughs> you got a ratty streak in him. <laughs> there's a really soft bed Elrath can die on while I'm in the casino. Like, this, yeah. she will die in Aww. comfort. It'll be I, just, I just don't know, like, we... Who are we gonna find to fix the cure anyway? Like, there's, there's no like, there's no like clinic, like, like no like. You got a city of magical don't have insurance. Elves. Yeah, we're we broke though. A shit ton of money. <laughs> we did get some money from that one corpse, I believe. Yeah. Look, guys- I'm not. I'm not saying you are all supple young adventurers. I'm. You know. I'm sure you can find a way to pay for it. Tara's <laughs> body is a temple. Supple. <laughs> The supple adventurer. That that is uh, a. Oh, no. All you need to do that, is uh, get no. I said it was a temple. Her body is a temple. <laughs> is that book floating also around supple. in area somewhere? The supple adventurer. The supple adventurer. <laughs> oh my god! So let's let's jump right into the next episode, and that is the last one for the month. Cutting a Deal, Arc 2, Episode 15, was recorded on October 14th, 2017, and aired on October 22nd, 2017. Group B, uh, Group B is back up. Uh, they prepare to make a decision about the Fang and what to do about Don Hurst. They end up getting into a sticky situation, though. Um, and part of that is because they, they overslept a little bit, just being <laughs> absolutely exhausted and oblivious, apparently. <laughs> what? No. Dude, I caught on to that. Like, I was listening to it like, God, he has dropped so many hints for this. Yep, yep. And I didn't even know it was coming. I could just tell, like, there's a certain pitch someone hits when they're trying to give you a hint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys yeah. were just not picking up on it. No, I felt I, like I, an I, asshole I by the end. I didn't know if I wasn't – like, I felt like I wasn't being um, clear enough. I, I thought I was being a dick. Well, no, no. I don't think you were being a dick. I think I think there was a little misunderstanding, but I was – I listened back to the episode too and I'm like, there are so many times – like, I hear it. I'm like, there's so many times. And 
And I think there's one that really stands out to me. I think you were like, oh, yeah, they, the, you're talking about the Fang. They're like, oh, yeah, they came through here, came and went or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. And I, and I remember that one. I remember hearing <laughs> that one and being like, huh. And just like plowing forward. Cause <laughs> like the other ones, I'm pretty sh- like the other ones I, I, I missed for sure. Uh, and I think just because, well, I can only speak for me, but I, I, I think I had a lot on my mind or, you know, like what totally. to do before Gee, we that left. bacon smells old was, I think, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> we just said it in the chat. That was the first hint was like, oh, yeah, know how yeah, we have breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And also like, uh, she said at one point, like, checkout's usually at one, but okay. Like, yeah, because <laughs> you were supposed to have already checked out of the hotel. Yeah, yeah. But she was too nice to let you guys know. There were a lot. There were a lot. No, there were. There were. But, yeah, I, I mean, even from even from when we started the session, I'm like, okay, well, Colin's got to, like, he's got to, like, check out his arm. we got to, like, see this thing. And, like, I was, I, I had a bunch of stuff to think about. I don't know about everyone else, but. But at least for me, yeah, I just had a lot on my mind. So like when we did, when when it finally did click, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the arm, because your first day of being one armed, mm-hmm. your best buddy Braylon <laughs> sends you downstairs <laughs> to get breakfast. Oh my god! Because he was sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, had a long that's... day. <laughs> I know that's kind of a toss away thing. Like it wasn't like it just it's just like wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> I wish in canon too, like um like I had described like Calden waking up and struggling with something in his pack or something already while yeah. Braylon, or like Braylon wakes him up and like I need, I need you to go get breakfast. I believe it was when you were talking about struggling with your pack that he asked you for breakfast. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's real funny. That, I, I, I love stuff like that. And I, I love when Alex, Alex is really good at doing stuff like that to all of us. And I, I, I love when he does shit like that. It's, it's hilarious. It's almost kind of sweet in a way because to Braylon, it's like, yeah, you same old Calvin. I'm not going to treat you any different. Like, it's nice. <laughs> it's just like, maybe give him one day. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my God. So <clears throat> you do get. Uh, you get some information about things that have been happening around town. The Fang kind of came and went. There's only about 10 or 11 of them left in, in, in town. Most of them are passed out drunk, uh, or hungover. And you talk to Jordana, um, about potentially just trying to do something about this arm. And, uh, there were a few, there were a few options. Uh, the, the most, um, I guess risky, uh, in terms of finance and, uh, you know, Payback, like if, if if this were to pay off, uh, were was to try to grow it back through the use of potions, uh, which is as you found out a pretty expensive. It, it's it's a pretty expensive, uh, like prototype medicine. Like it's not it's not oh, yeah. yet. Okay, can we talk about how this like the the exact thing that that made like the super villain like the lizard and Spider Man like like trying to. <laughs> To regrow the arm through using like lizard DNA and stuff. Like, this, this is not going to go well. Kelsey, are you trying to imply that Jason might be a nerd who read too many comics? <laughs> no, I will not be slandered as such. <laughs> <laughs> that was my immediate first thought of like he's. Well, there's here's the thing. It it is it is up to 
uh, it's up to Calden's resiliency. And it's not like, okay, this isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, you take one, you know, one dose of it and it either fixes the problem or turns him into some sort of mutant monster or something <laughs> in between. It's not, it's not like that. So it's not a one and done thing, but it is, it is going to be interesting. I'd like to see. May I ask a question? Sure. Is he going to have Deadpool baby hand at first? Oh, that depends. It's going to feel huge with this. Like, <laughs> well, you know, that's the first thing he's going to do. If that's, if that's <laughs> <laughs> or, or like shake hands with Braylon. Be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Flop it on his head and be like, it's almost all your size, Braylon. <laughs> I love uh, I love Alex also like throwing Calden like yes he will be willing to take whatever risks that we're going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that voice! Yeah, that voice so is good. killing me. I think Braylon stole the show. Like yeah, he he had so many good moments on that episode. Like he's like he throwing like... up cool performances. He's doing this stuff. He did oh, that yeah. really neat like magic thing. Like um, not to skip too far ahead, but like Fish when we're doing mockery. the. Yeah, when we're doing the interrogating, he, like, describes when Braylon casts magic without his thing. And I was like, that's so fucking cool because I don't know if we'd seen that before. And I was just thinking, like, so. yeah, like, that is really I know neat. he's used Vicious Mockery before because that used to be Braylon's, like, kind of mm-hmm. go-to. Yeah, definitely. Because he was, he's but, good uh, at coming up with insults. <laughs> yeah, but, like, like his eyes glaze over. And, and, of course, the performance that he throws out. I mean, that just... <sighs> Dude. That was such a cool. That was so, so good, so classic, Alex. Too. Um, we're actually almost there. I, <clears throat> I did want to. Uh, there are people. That I I saw this on the Discord server. <clears throat> I, I saw people kind of debate about what they like out of out of uh, the different teams, <clears throat> and I saw a little bit of a divide in that some people hope that you guys just start. You're, you're just guns for hire in the herb industry and you guys just go out and harvest and go get oh, yeah. the dangerous stuff no one wants. That, that was my hope. I'll be honest. Yeah. But I'm like, ooh, subquest. Yes. <laughs> and some people want you to get wrapped up with the black hand and the bell and all that stuff. Yeah. I saw that as well. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what's your take on that? Cause personally, I feel like whatever you guys choose to do, that's the quest. I don't right. Yeah. right. I don't believe in the side quest thing. It's like, oh, this is a this this doesn't matter or this that like it's about what you guys as individuals decide to go do. What's your passion, I guess? Someone yeah. called saving Elrath from sloth fever a side quest and that hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh wow. I'm <laughs> die. Oh. It was just a thing of like, ooh, these Zach. side quests. It was probably Zach. Uh, <laughs> it's probably Zach. Get some XP for it, God damn it. But it was <laughs> weird because it's like that's literally saving the life of a party member. But that's considered a side quest, and that's just strange to me. But anyway, sorry, I didn't well, mean to. Well, if you're not saving the entire planet, apparently it's yeah. not good enough. <laughs> well, that's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I mean, there's a lot for Group B to do at the moment. You know, there's a lot of different directions that we can go in, um, <clears throat> and I think, I think, I don't know. For me, like, I saw that comment as well, and I was like, huh. Because I think for me as a player, like the most interesting thing is to get involved in that bell. You know, like I, I want to heal Calden's arm and everything uh, that, you know, that's important to me, too. But like to like get involved in this like on, like this 
um, march on on Donhurst and like get this bell and like try and get one over on the black like that is way more of an interesting um, story to me as a as a player you know like mm-hmm. that is what I'm drawn to so um, that's what gets me excited and that's kind of the bottom line right it's what your character would do and you're playing the character so as long as that makes sense to you then that's right. you know what I mean and it, 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 the rest of the party uh, if they decide to go do that. Um, <clears throat> when we were wrapping up arc one and going into arc two, I saw a lot of people with the expectations of, oh, well, whatever you guys are going to be doing, uh, they didn't know about the new groups and all that right away, but whatever you guys are going to be doing, it's got to be just as equally as important <laughs> as the yeah. actual world coming to an end. And there's no way you can keep that going. Yeah, That's how you get into ridiculous comic book times. Yeah. And no one wants to, that would, that to me is too bleak. Like, if the world is always on the verge of, if there's always an apocalypse, what's That's the point? That's big into Yu-Gi-Oh yes. territory. <laughs> yeah, or Buffy yeah. or something like that. Yeah, too. yeah. Or just regular D&D. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's always on the verge of exploding. Even bigger jaws. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, man. And, and it also, it's like, like, and I, I remember there's a lot of conversations from Arc 1 about how with that pressure, like, you end up like not doing like a lot of like the smaller character stuff, which is what I'm really yes. loving about of arc two is how there's so much more like, like conversations and just little things like that. It's like, Oh man, it's just, it's really good. One of the things that broke my heart, there's a phrase, there's a phrase I heard so often by the end of arc one. It's, well, I really want to do this, but we yep. don't have time. I fucking yep. hated that phrase oh, yeah. by the end of it. Oh I my God. It. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Now I think we're spoiled for choice a little bit, you know, like, <laughs> At least group, you know, like at least the way we were playing it. There's a lot we can do, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, gathering orbs or gathering herbs is is something we could do. But I think, um, I think, uh, you know, and be like, there could be this like big thing going on. We'd be like, ah, eh, whatever, you know. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's as interesting a story to play, and I don't think that is a, as interesting a story to hear. Right. So I have, I have a question. So do. You- think you guys are currently like capable of taking on the whole black hand thing right now <laughs> um i don't know that's what's so exciting about it you know <laughs> like i don't know uh, hey I... hey susan have you been getting my letters <laughs> <laughs> please please we're only level three we need some back <laughs> New number, who dis? Oh, oh, so cold, cold for Erlo. Uh, but yeah, that's that 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 is why it, it that is exactly why it excites me, Kelsey, is because I don't know. So like, that's what you know. Like, what more fun is that? Before we move on, I also want to mention Jordana is probably my favorite NPC I, currently because I, I, she yeah. is the nicest person, like the nicest person I've ever heard on the show. Not really, but you know what I mean. She's super nice, <laughs> but she's also the sassiest little bitch that's ever existed. Like she's I, the sweetest. Like she'll she'll take the the coat off her back and give it to you. She just oh, wants yeah. to help, but, but also she she's going to call you a away. fucking idiot. <laughs> and she has a and job I'll, to do too. She's like, I got stuff to do. <laughs> I also She's like, no, no tea, no shade, but I will not sell you drugs. <laughs> I also, I, I have a, a very strong suspicion that they're like, she's absolutely on to y'all's like, like to, to, um, to the whole, like, like 
<laughs> to, to Braylon's whole, whole mic. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. 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 Without a moment's hesitation, that is exactly what happened. You're correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, Hydra got our great our Drake in another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that that was Alex again. Man, the highlight of the a highlight yeah. of the episode was Alex yeah. for sure. I'm so jealous that we 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 don't get to have a Jordana interaction. Everyone else did. Not us. Not fair. <laughs> Go to Lockford. That's honestly that's my 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 guilty. I want you guys to do hers because I want more Jordana content. She's the best. <laughs> Could you increase this Jordana content, please? Thank you. <laughs> the only thing, it's a lot like Milo, where it's like, well, she can never actually join a group, which is really upsetting. Yeah. Because <laughs> she will die. We need well, to she's also her. got a shop and a job to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> so does Milo, not a shop. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that is his job is going out, doing, yeah. like, you know, so that would make a bit more sense than. Then Jordana, yeah. Um, so uh, later that day, you guys you guys hatch a plan to draw the Fang out. Essentially, realizing that there aren't that many of them, uh, there aren't there that many of them in town. You send word to Donhurst, letting them know that hey, troubles are coming. Get ready. And uh, Braylon plays a little concert uh, in front of the in front of uh, town square and draws the Fang out and ends up getting stabbed. Um, no. which my brave little boy, yeah, <laughs> my brave, my very brave, good son. Um, and you guys, you guys end up apprehended. Like, I, I, I truly believe that in that in that moment, they were just like, yeah, they're they're gonna stand down, and we're gonna we're gonna just stab this guy, and we're gonna we're gonna take him with us. I, I truly believe they did not think the town guard would do anything about it. Oh, Ever choose no. the fang of being super smart. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mm. Now, Jason, well, the thing- did the did the town guards only do anything because because he couldn't hear them? Is that why <laughs> everything just boiled down to to like a bloodbath because of that that uh, miscommunication, or was it just gonna like explode into violence no matter what? You're talking about Ripley. Yes. Oh well, that I would imagine it's a it's a put your knife down, put your knife down. But that that's mm-hmm. the thing. Exactly. He was deaf at the time. He couldn't hear, so he's just figuring, yeah, this is fine. Um, <laughs> I would imagine, I'd imagine everything's going according to plan. Stab. Oh, God, there's a bunch of dudes on me. What the hell? Like that. <laughs> well, he, he, didn't, he didn't hear him coming, did he? No. No. Yeah, he he probably, yeah. I, 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 I want to, yeah, that was really good. In, in the aftermath of that, I, I was admittedly a bit, like, irritated at Braylon. <laughs> not, not Alex, specifically Braylon, I thought it was really good, like, character role play and stuff, but just, just the fact that, like, so, so, so you guys basically got six guards killed. <laughs> the way that I see it, it was like, you're playing and everything, and they didn't know, and then afterwards... Way to like, sling the blame. <laughs> I mean, they did, to be fair, um, Tatiana did warn the town guard that that was a thing that was going to yes. happen, which is why they were okay. there. Okay. So they just there got was lucky. a warning. <clears throat> and these are these are hardened criminals. Most of them, yeah. they're not. They're not. I mean, I know they're being pitched as hapless boobs, and some of them absolutely are. Like but Trent's, violent hapless boobs, <laughs> right? Violent yeah. hapless boobs, basically. <laughs> Trent isn't exactly like 
can, can we please get like a post credit scene or something where we see Ripley meet up with Trent after thinking that he's the one that gave away the He does not think that at all. <laughs> that was a crit one on that lie. Oh, I thought it was a crit twenty. No, it's a crit it was a crit one, right? Oh what god, lie? I forget the actual dice roll. What are we talking about? I, I, they said crit and they didn't say what I assumed it was a twenty because he wasn't like immediately like it wasn't a crit 20 but yeah convincing or like just i guess deceiving him that oh, trent had I told it her. to us willingly was uh yeah i rolled very that's high what happens that. when you listen at yeah. 1.5 speed because you're trying to cram before <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad to, to go back to the guards for a little bit like that really like that kind of bums that kind of bums me it bums calden out a lot because like that's exactly what he's trying to not have happen is like get people mm-hmm. involved with the black hand you know like now uh elena and callie are like involved and tatiana is involved and and just by like you know just by association um things bad things are happening and so like the death of the guards is like seriously bombs him out because like that's exactly what he's trying to avoid <laughs> my favorite part is that afterwards like the captain of the guards carried over like check on guys and braylon's like yeah can we have a horse <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, it's like I'll give you my personal cart and I'm like, oh my gosh, he just lost like six people that he knew really well. <laughs> but then that he was... gives them that anonymous fund, which again, like Alex to Alex shines again. Like yeah. you're like, this is that cool. Yeah, so cool that, 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 that when that rolled around, I'm like, okay, okay. I just like at first I'm like, how how do you, how much of an asshole can you be? <laughs> but it's like no. It was, it was, it was basically a, a charity concert. It's beautiful. <laughs> it was a pre-charity concert yeah. <laughs> in case of yeah, tragedy we, oh we had to we had to make the tragedy first before so <laughs> let's talk about uh let's talk about interrogating ripley um i found it really interesting uh <clears throat> i i was almost i was almost kind of hoping that uh that tatiana would go in Mm-hmm. I was I was kind of hoping that that they would have more of an interaction in the moment, but it was actually really uh, it was really kind of cool to hear the good cop bad cop of it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, Personally, what were you thinking about? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. The vibe I got from Tatiana not going in was that, and Jamie's not here to tell me whether this is true or not, and we haven't talked about it. But I thought it was kind of a thing of like, it wasn't actually about her cover. It was about not wanting to. Like, knowing that she wouldn't be able to be the person that the group needed her to be. Because she didn't argue with Valerie about her going in. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like it was actually more like, I don't want to look at him. I know I'll crumble. Like, I'll know he can use me against you guys. Or something yeah. like that. She didn't say it, but that's the vibe I got. Yeah, Especially I think based off what she said pretty, in the last extended rest. I think that's a pretty accurate read, yeah. Did you guys feel pretty confident going in and starting the interrogation? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, I think what I think what was really interesting about that conversation um, is, you know, like this this is a character that Jamie sort of invented, and then you have really embodied and, and like given life to, you know, and Sadly, so yes. and. <laughs> but like we haven't had any other interaction other than just listen, you know, like listening right. as as uh, around the table uh, uh, of what's going on, gone on. So like to have that really come out about like 
his plan, which is pretty clever and like just his like dealing and his um, motivation for uh, for what he's doing and like because he, he he even says he knows like not all the people that I work with are real smart, but they toe the line real well and I I know how to use that. Like it was really interesting to like see um, the that come out from this character, you know. Um, and yeah, it was it, it was a I, I thought it was a I thought it was a really fun conversation. And so I, I guess think we I, went in confident because we were like, "Well, he's going to hang." So <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and he still might. That that that. I guess it depends on whether you guys take the deal he's offering. Because yes, maybe. Yeah. Do you guys trust anything that he's saying? I'm, I have. Oh I'm, fuck no. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of it, I'm like, please don't I, take the deal. But I, uh, but what worst. I really like, what I like about this is, I think this puts Jamie and Tatiana in a really interesting position. Oh, definitely. Because we are going to come out and 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 talk about this. And yeah, I, I, like Bree was saying, like I think you know Jamie even on ha, has talked a little bit about either on extended rest or somewhere behind the scenes something about having a little bit of you know still waters run deep for. For this guy, even though like in our games, her character has been like, well, I'll, I don't have any problem killing him. And she said that a couple of times. But I think like having to talk about this is going to be a really interesting thing for for her and Tatiana. I'm really excited to to see that and hear that. I'm anxious to get that uh, as well, that that uh, that debriefing type thing because i want to know what you guys end up going with what what you end up deciding um because group b has this tendency to plan plan things out and you're trying to be smart about it you don't want to cost any lives you don't want to you're trying to do the right thing and i'm 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 kind of interested to see what tatiana's whole uh take on everything would be like having known him for so long Mm mm-hmm yeah and being and and being on the opposite end of exactly the position she found herself in at the beginning, you know, That's like true. the tables have the turntables have turned. <laughs> As you, one would That's how that goes. Yeah, yeah. and a microphone, very eloquent. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that I think it'll be neat, and yeah, I think you're right. We we do well. I think we talked about it in the session too. Like we do try and plan, and then they go sideways and they haven't gone well fun. yet but that yeah, doesn't mean yeah. not do well it, and they haven't gone exactly as we planned that not that they've gone ter- poorly or mm-hmm. or badly but but they've gone sideways and i i you know i think that's again like it brings up the unknown and it's exciting to to get to play in a game like that right um and after the episode there is a post credit stinger with julian una um, so good. Yeah, yeah that awesome. was cool. That was cool. It's it's nice to see a kind of a happy ending for for that at least right now. And bittersweet kind of. Well, I mean, it's not bad. It's definitely. I, yeah. I, I I think they both have a lot of things to work out, and yeah. there's stuff that we just have not gotten to yet. There are certain. There's there may be a certain individual that has tried to murder Julie on on occasions oh, right. that, that works in government. Is it Una? <laughs> okay. Is it Una? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> so I'm sure that's been, I, I mean, uh, at yeah. the very least, that was a, an awkward, awkward meeting or two. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. So so is is Julie so is she head of the temple now or are they like she sharing leads it? it? Yeah. Okay. They're they're sharing responsibilities, but it's like we so I sat down to talk with Izzy about this for a while. Yeah. And she was pretty clear that's like, yeah, like Una feels like she has a lot to atone for. And there's a lot of aggression and guilt and a lot of different stuff. And at the same time, she's not, she understands her strengths and doesn't want to run things, but she does want to train soldiers because she knows that she knows fighting. She knows, she knows that end of it. And it was pretty much like, yeah, let, let, you know, she wanted to be, she wanted to work under Julie for lack of a better term. Like she was very clear about that. Cause I, that, the, the thing it's like, well, Julie would have offered to just split it down the middle and just run it. And, uh, it is, he was very clear. It's like, no, Una would not want that at all. Like that's not what she wants to do. So, mm. and, uh, yeah, I think we got a question or two about that in theory and feedback. So do you guys want to get to that? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So, Let's see. First, there's been a theory. So, David Jones, here's my theory and feedback. Uh, does the last, well, here we go. Does the last episode indicate we might get a new addition to one of the groups? Um, does it? Does yes, it? but not, not in the way you think. What uh, was his name? Uh, Sam, was it? Or? <laughs> Sam, yeah. yes, obviously. Uh, Izzy's Izzy's really busy. Like that is not. Uh, yeah, like we, we'll be able to do the occasional after credits thing, but yeah, it's it's not. Now's not the time, basically. <laughs> um, but she was kind enough to make the time to sit and do this, and we'd like to kind of do it every once in a while. We want to get around to tons of characters that have sort of been out. We got another one actually coming up this month yeah. with another character that uh, I think you guys are going to really really I'm enjoy. Excited. Uh, so yeah, not, uh, afraid not, but I'm, I'm sure she wishes everybody well and, and all that. Ryan Haywood, why aren't Kaluna and Merrick, totally, del- uh, totally deliberate misspelling of the name, I'm not sorry. Um, why <laughs> aren't, <laughs> like, <laughs> <It's America>. <laughs> 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 uh, why aren't Kaluna and Merrick name dropping the Eladrin they helped save the world with? Maybe it would get them a little more help. Do you think it's just something that, uh, like, they haven't had the opportunity, or they're a little more uh, distracted with Elrond? Would they know? Yeah, like, that he's I, running things. I I feel like that's the sort of things where it's like they just have so much else on their mind after that ordeal yeah. and everything that's like not yeah. something I would have thought of. Just like I also like, think it's a lot like going two years to, ago. Like, I feel like it's going to like a racial neighborhood and being like, I know. <laughs> do that that's actually really shit like they don't know that he's a leader or anything so like just being like well i know an elf like yeah. that's really insulting actually and i think that would be a bad idea calm yeah, down yeah. neighborhood i know doug okay <laughs> that's what i was thinking too like i know this one so i know all of them like yeah. right like that's not that's not a good idea i don't think well but at the same time they i mean they have shared that moment with dagon like Going into a city of Eladrin, being like, "Do you know a a, a Dagon?" Like, I don't think that. I think that that they could ask that question. Oh yes, that's crazy. 
Yeah. Even that, I'm not a hundred percent sure. If I feel like that might be a little meta. Like I, I can't really? speak for either of them because you got to get inside so. the head of Merrick or Kaluna. I don't think that would make sense for Kaluna at all, unless yeah. they were like, I suddenly remembered an Aladrin, and it came to their mind because they do say anything that comes to mind for the yeah. most part. But like, I don't think it's something that Kaluna would consciously think about. And then That's I'm not sure about Merrick either. Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe for their character, yeah. But I know if, like, Calden went into a bunch of wildlings or wildings, he'd be like, hey, I met a wilding. Do you know Kaluna? You know, like... if And and the last time... Okay, so I'm going to the other side now because I was on the side. Why would they do that? But now it's like the last thing uh, uh, Dagon told him was, hey, I found my people. They're kind of dicks. I'm going to go back there afterwards. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I do feel like it's not it's not absurd to want to speak to him again or want to talk to him. I do think that it's probably a little um, a little heavy handed, n- not meta, but just like throwing it in their face. It's like um, you're standing here because of us, like that that type of like presenting it like that. <laughs> well, if you present it like that, well, yes, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, do you enjoy being not frozen? You're welcome. Like that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Nice little city you've built here or whatever. <laughs> you want to go back in that cave? <laughs> False threats. I'm sorry. How much did you say I owe you again? <laughs> Put it on my tab. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, David Jones again. How does group A deal with the repercussions of intruding on a sacred space? I, we kind of talked about that. Um, yeah, it's, it, so a lot of people have, have brought this up, but I, if they like, like go back and they're like, you guys weren't supposed to be in there and us, you're just going to like kind of get that. that it's like, like the face of like, like the kid that gets in trouble all the time and they know they're in trouble again and just like, Ugh. it's not, they, this is, this, this would not be the first time. It's like, like I said, they're, they're impulsive and like curious about stuff. And so. Hmm. And forbidden's I, more of a suggestion anyway. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering now if this could be like, just thinking about it. It's like, if this happens a lot with Aster, does that mean that Not they'll like be a less lot. trouble or more <laughs> trouble? Because that means that you've been told several times to like, hey, stop disrespecting all of our shit. You're one of us. They don't disrespect things. It's a bit, it's, it's I mean, not that, yeah. They looked at I, a forbidden sign and went, not me. That's pretty I, disrespectful. I, here's the thing. I don't, I, I, I'll say this because I'm trying to, uh, I, I don't want to, you know, jump ahead. I did say in that session that that was in a very abnormal thing to see anything forbidden or yeah. don't come here, that type of thing. So we'll see. That was like yeah. the first thing you said. Yeah. 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 Uh, St. Euler. <clears throat> um, has Merrick always had a bug for gambling? Would Jasper <laughs> come up with that on the spot as something that would uh, fit Merrick's character? We we kind of talked about this uh, throughout the episode, but he has exhibited little signs of that. Uh, like if there's a thing that he really feels like would either help the party or or something like that, he'll try to swipe it or try to hide it or try to um, try to get it some other fashion. The gambling thing, I'm not sure. I if if he did come up with that in the moment, boy, how he was ready for it, right? Yeah, I feel like it's more of, of his like natural impulsiveness. Mm-hmm. Than actual gambling, then the gambling's just such a rush. So we'll I also see. Think, 
back to that whole Dragon Con headspace, the reason that Jasper <laughs> wanted us to eat all of that fucking cheese was like, <laughs> I usually have the responsibility of a wife and two children and a really high-stress job, but right now I don't have any of that. Let's relax. And I think Some he cheese. took that into Merrick where it's like, okay, we just had like the shittiest two weeks of our lives. And yes, we still haven't dealt with this one situation, which is the thing that upset Clara. But like, God, it'd be really nice if we could just relax for five goddamn minutes. Right. Yeah, and let's let kick back. Yeah. yeah. And I truly believe it goes hand in hand with that. It's not a malicious thing. I truly believe that Merrick is a character. It's like, well, we're here now. It's She's practically healed. We're fine. I right. <laughs> yeah, that's the part that worries me. me. Um. <laughs> we'll be handling that tomorrow. Just yeah. five more dollars. Yeah. Just five more dollars. Just five more dollars. Just five more dollars. I'm so close to progressive, guys. I know it. I'm going to hit it. And it's- Something <clears throat> tells me, like, if he hits it big, we'll be in more trouble than, like, if he goes in debt. We'll, we'll see what's going on. Um, Ryan Haywood again. Uh, will Braylon and Cowden keep uh, keep to their promise to to the soon-to-be-executed Mr. Jailbird, or will they let the police know uh, that he says his people will get him off in a couple of days? Well, promise is a pretty strong word. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like anybody – I feel it's like, hey, we'll talk about it and we'll come back, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the decision is yet to be made and mm. I'm looking I'm looking forward to uh, to to doing it. Yep. Irish Katana. Question for Group B. There seems to be two separate parties in Group B, Calvin and Braylon uh, on one side and Elena, Tatiana, and Callie on the other. What do you think it's going to take to really push your party together as one? Mm. That is oh. from huh. the Discord server. I I don't necessarily – me and Brie were talking about this. I don't necessarily agree with that, uh, that there are two different parties that are uh, – that is. Yeah, I don't I, – I mean, I don't I, – I, 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 I don't look at it that way. That's for sure. I don't think there's – I mean, Calden and Braylon have hit a lot of history together. They've, they've traveled together for I think for that's a lot a like – I think that would be a lot like saying like Merrick and Kaluna are their own separate group within the group where it's like, no, they're just friends or even like Elrath and Clara. Like, no, they're just, they're friends within a group. Like people can be closer to like two people can be close in a group and still be a part of a larger group. Do you think it's because of the way plans have come up so far? Like, um, like, okay. Uh, Calden and Braylon have been the focus of the Black Hand's ire, so uh, the disguises are put on by the rest of the party, the, that type of thing. Do you feel like it's that that makes it feel like uh, maybe there's separation to some people? Um, yeah, I, yeah, maybe, yeah, and maybe it could be that. I think maybe it's like, you know, like, um, Alex and I are really comfortable, and Jamie too, just like throwing ourselves at whatever if there's like a gap of silence or we you know we're we're really comfortable like just throwing ourselves into trying to move the story forward or just like go Mm. whatever when so and we're you know we're we're not uncomfortable being the dumb idiots who say the dumb things or do (laughs) do the dumb things um and i i guess i could see how maybe that makes the uh it makes them the those characters carry some of that momentum. I could see that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe we should open this up because, yeah, I don't really, I can't really see it that way, or I don't, I don't really see it that way. But maybe there's, maybe there's. Uh, does anyone on the panel feel like there's a divide in the group? 
Well, and what would it take to bring us together? Yeah. Uh, I feel like if there's any divide, just more of like knowing about the characters, mm-hmm. <laughs> just from like because we know Calton and Braylon from Arc One, and so they have a lot of history. And because you're dealing with the Black Hand stuff, there's a lot even even further like connection with that than necessarily the other groups have. So I think like as just we find out more about the others and get to know them better, it's not going to feel that much that way, maybe. I think that's a good point is like maybe it does feel that way because as a listener you are putting more stock in the characters that you know better like you Mm -hmm. know their backstories and you know their relationships more so that's just going to come more naturally when they get into the backstories of other characters and we establish their personalities more and and maybe even as like players not the characters you guys you and Alex have been playing together for years like you know when one of you like if you throw something out another person will pick up the joke or like so you know like you have this vibe going so you just that's what you gravitate towards not saying it's a bad thing like it's hilarious and amazing so it's just maybe that's what it's what happens on the show. That said, I still don't think this two separate parties thing no, works no. because they're they're working towards like the overall goal. Yeah, like it's not as if they're doing two separate things, which groups have done in the past with a yeah. measure of success, where they're in it for different reasons, or they have different goals and they're doing different things, but they're still one together party. Like group uh, group three used to do that a lot, where it's like, oh yeah, we're yeah. just going yeah. go a completely different direction, do a different thing than half the other party. <laughs> That's true. That, and those yeah. are still cohesive. So Yeah. Thantos, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see <laughs> St. Eluair t- says something in the chat, basically, that, like, we've got the most history. I think what you guys are saying is, like, they have yeah. the most history at the Black Hand. I, and I think that's true. I, th- I think that's true, too. And, I, I mean, um, like I said before, we've got a lot. There's a lot of directions that group b could go in you know there's a lot of things we could do there's a lot of stuff that we know as a group that hasn't come out yet on the show right um that we haven't even done so there are a lot of directions but at the end of the day like in order for us to sit down and play a game we gotta we have to pick one direction at least to like do something and i think that's what i I think that's what we're doing now so um yeah we'll get to we'll we'll get to more stuff and and yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I know we will. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Uh, David Jones make, again. Oh, sorry. God. I was going to make direction a One joke? Direction joke, and then I was like, wait, are they even kind of relevant anymore? I don't think so. I don't think it even works. Like, I could quote a song lyric, and no one will know what the fuck I'm talking about, because they didn't play that same dance game I played four years ago. So. Uh, uh, David Jones again. Uh, what has happened to the legendary weapons of Kord? Have they become useless since Arc 1? No, they have not become useless since Arc 1. Uh, Una is still in possession of Kord's Fury. Julia is still in possession of Kord's Gale. And... Uh, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Where is yeah, it? Yeah, cuz we gave we gave them the axe. Yeah. We gave it to them. It's it's so it's on them. It's on them if they mm, fucked up. Yeah, it, it it's is, on them if they got killed by something in Talor. <laughs> <laughs> it is currently hanging up in the uh <gasps> Thank God. In, in the temple. It is not claimed by anyone. Awesome. Oh, you. Yeah. So that that's that's where they are. Uh there may be a t-shirt coming. Oh. Something like that. Holy Lord, St. Euler. Okay, get ready. 
<clears throat> this is another one for Group B. Uh, so so get ready. <clears throat> Long winded question for extended rest. Oh what my is God! Group- <laughs> yeah, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> What wow. is Group B thinking going after the battle? I see three possible scenarios. One, they're concerned about the well-being of Don Hurst and want to do anything they can to help, but haven't they done enough in sending words via Raven? What else can uh, can they hope to do against a horde of 150 fangs? Two, they want to use the bell to negotiate with the Black Hand. Then wouldn't they be complicit in whatever nefarious uh, nefariousness the Black Hand is dealing with? We already know she's groovy with demons. Wouldn't that morally bar Group B from dealing with her at all? Furthermore, wouldn't they have to try to convince Donhurst to give them the bell, or would they steal it? Three, wow. Uh, they are ju- uh, they're just curious about the, what the bell is and why the Black Hand would want it. If this is the case, it seems like the possibility of Calvin getting a new arm would be a more immediate concern, considering that the healer said uh, he should be back within a week for the best chance. We kind of tackled some of this throughout the uh, throughout the episode. Yeah, um, God, I think yeah, like I like I said, like I think the arm of course, of course, the arm is is pertinent, um, but I think in terms, I I think. In terms of like what's exciting to uh, at least me as a player, and I can, I can only speak for me, but uh, but um, but I think uh, I, I think it would be a fair assessment for the for the other people at the table too. Like the the black hand thing and the Donhurst thing is the more exciting story to do. So like I think that's probably why we're gravitating to it. As far as the the bell being like a moral thing, I I I think I think. We want the bell more as like a hostage, uh, rather than a than so a like to, yeah. Like I think Alex brought it up. You know, like if we get this bell, it might be the only, like the only control over the situation we might have. We might have some leverage against the black hand. So I don't really think it would be like so much of a deal. It's like a morally nefarious one, really, right. um, to just try and like say, hey, if you. If you come at us or anyone that we care about anymore, we're gonna we're gonna break your toy. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, the third thing, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think, I think, I think Calden and myself, you know, the the actual bell is not something that that I'm really interested in. Like as a magic item, it's not that. It's not an interesting thing but what's interesting about it is exactly what i said like it might be this chip this token to like hold over this antagonist that's been after us this whole time and that is what's really interesting to me Um, right you know so like uh it's not so much about having the bell or what it can do or, or or presumably can do it's it's more about um having that having that small bit of that small bargaining chip that that they haven't had in a long time so so, in terms of it being a magical, uh, a magical artifact, Calden wouldn't be interested in potentially bringing someone uh, or something back from the dead. Yeah, I don't think he would. I mean, I think uh, I don't. I, I don't think that's that's really his wheelhouse or or what he's interested in. You know, now okay. if it was like if it was like 
call a dragon or like mm-hmm. wand of winter or whatever or like the frost <laughs> Wait, you know like quick, i think that's called an interest in dragons i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> that was so genuine <laughs> but uh but um but yeah but but i mean what interests him is like yeah ha- being able to like have some control over the situation okay. and Oh, okay. Side note: I'm super sad that, like, because all this stuff is happening with that with group with Group B, that you can't pursue the dragon thing. Like, you can't go into the Silver Glade and find that temple. Man, yeah, that makes me super sad. That's why you left Brightport. (laughs) I I hope if you've got to find herbs. <laughs> that's the thing. That, I mean, that's the thing too, right? Is like, yeah, Group B could just be like, because that's we were kind of headed up to do that. We'd be like, nah, Donhurst, whatever, Bell, whatever, and like go into the Silver Glade and and do that. We could do that, but um, I there's this, there's a yeah. Well, I hope we get to it. I I do hope we get to it because I do really want to check it out. But yeah, I don't think Calden can, especially knowing that people might be in danger in Donhurst. I don't, you know, I don't think he. Can, in good conscience, do that, yeah. and, and well, I, I don't think the rest uh, of Group B can too. Even if, even if Jamie is a or Tatiana is a secretive sneaky <laughs> sneak. Um, <laughs> can, can, can I ask a completely separate question from all of this? Because I just thought of something. So, considering the how how, how well do you guys think that you're going to do with the uh, expensive horses that you're borrowing? You think you're gonna be, do you think you're actually going to be able to bring them back? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is name it. That's the first thing. <laughs> oh, I good. Know. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, can I just say, okay, small sorry. detail that like I picked up on. I'm not sure if I was completely right about this, but the reason she reacted that way specifically, she literally just gave Group C a bunch of like a bunch of yep. supplies and stuff, and she called in all of her favors. Mm, so. Yep. I put that together while I was listening. I was like, fucking hell, Jason. Bravo. Good job. <laughs> I'm oh, hoping. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I didn't even think that. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next few sessions. Uh, cause we, it, we haven't done anything, uh, for the month of November yet. Those, those sessions are, we're going to start recording those tomorrow. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there who won, uh, hung out with us and, uh, and, and listened and, uh, everybody who sent in theory and feedback, those questions are, are, are super awesome. And it's really great to kind of get a chance to interact with you guys and talk to you in real time about the show. So thank you guys very much. Um, does anybody have anything they'd like to say before we wrap things up for the evening? Are you talking to us or chat? Well, you guys. Oh, Good job, everybody. Uh, it was super fun, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate the invite. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. great episodes. Keep, keep, keep them coming. Jason, please stop hitting Group C so hard. Please leave them alone for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, they're in listen. the city. I, I mean, God. <laughs> we can complain all we want, but we, we didn't get flies, you know? Yeah. Those are nasty. <laughs> we just got a bunch of sand, you know? That's... Yeah, but now I got a cool scar and maybe a small baby hand. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, I I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I so I hope you get a weird baby hand. I want a weird <laughs> baby hand. Oh, what if I get a like a dragon hand, like a Drake hand? That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I Never want. Never know. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time for another extended rest in uh, November. November is when we're going to do this. So thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what month it is anymore. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Right, thank you. Bye everybody. Thank you, everyone. Bye. We really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Again, we are completely crowdfunded by you guys. If you go to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, there is a multitude, a plethora, a cornucopia of extra content, whether it be behind-the-scenes glimpses, uh, how we put together episodes, uh, Living in Theria, where we talk about a person, place, or thing for an hour or two and answer all of your questions, our Discord server, where uh, listeners get to talk to each other and organize their own games and all kinds of other things, all that and so much more over there. We really hope you guys give it a chance. Check it out. And if you guys got any feedback for us, please make sure and send it to dandrpodcast at gmail.com. That's dandrpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing and let us know what you think. And we'll see you next week with a brand new episode of the show. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one.